are your hosts, Larry Monkey and Justin Rogers. Talking Dynasty Football, baby. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, baby, Dynasty Hot Sauce Podcast here. And this is Larry Monkey. I'm on Twitter at FFLarryMonkey. And here is Justin Rogers. Uh, you can catch him. Run DFF, my man. How you doing? You know, I am lovely, sir. Absolutely lovely. Okay. It's the non-point scoring season, so. It is. It no stress. I spent all Sunday not worried about lineups. It was kind of refreshing. I, I did some DFS on Sunday. Did you? Yeah, because I was like, ah, you know, whatever. I wasn't really, like, on the couch watching the games, but, you know, the red zone was on, and, you know, I was in and out. And I, I, bet, and I like doing the player props. I'm like a prop guy. Okay. So Sunday, yeah, I, I do some some player props because you, you kind of use like a fantasy mind for those because it's like so-and-so will get X amount of yards or have this many catches. And you're just like, yeah. you know, I think, you know, I think he's got a good play here with that defense he's going up against or, you know, I don't know. So I lost all my player props. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I ended up hitting on one of them. It was the night game, and I put fifteen dollars down, and it was first first touchdown score, uh, Rager or Terry McLaren, and I was like, dude, they have as much of a chance as anybody to score th- to be the first touchdown scored. So I was like, hey, you know, fifteen bucks, boom! I ended, I won like a hundred and thirty bucks or something oh, like nice. that. Yeah, that was a little late night, and it happened right away because first touchdown. So right. I was like, oh, cool. You know, whatever. Sometimes you get lucky like that, and that's all pretty much is, just like fantasy football. You know, I, this was the first season I didn't play hardly any DFS in four or five years. I just – I had – I feel like I added so many leagues this year that I was just wanting to focus on those. And I'm not any spectacular DFS player. I'm a break-even guy. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I just didn't mess – I didn't even mess around with it. I had so much going on. I added five five leagues this offseason season. This right. past offseason, and now I'm adding more already. Although yeah. I did message, I messaged my first commissioner and said I'm not coming back. Ah, oh, so, nice. How'd that well, feel? Uh, you know, it was nice because it was that league. I mean, it was the only one I had on NFL.com. It was an old league I joined off of a forum. It was a keeper league, but you know, a little bit more complex, 16 teamer, etc. Oh, I just wasn't feeling it. I mean, you know, I was like, man, I'm just not. I I, I gotta go. I paid attention to the playoffs in every other league, even leagues where I wasn't in, in the playoffs. Right. I didn't even know what had happened in that league. Yeah, I mean, the season was over. There's nothing going on. And I was like, hey, why not? You know, I'm home. I'm home. We're home. We're quarantined. I haven't seen anybody since December 22nd, the last time we saw other humans uh, up close. You guys aren't sick, are you? No, not at all. But okay. it, it was the holidays and everyone, you know, how things were going. Yeah. Happy New Year, everyone, you know. Yay. So, this is the time of year. I don't know. I got talked it's into. Orphan season. That's what it is. It's yeah. orphan season. Yeah, everyone's trying to they fill their orphans. Everyone's stages of the off season. It's orphan season and then startup season is in a few weeks. So right now everyone's trying to fill fill orphans. Startups will come and then rookie drafts. We're in orphan, orphan season right now. Right now, have you have you been contacted about yeah. filling the orphans? Yeah, I got one orphan. I, I'm I'm finally in a trade addicts league. About ah, yes. time, Russ. Jeez, and Pete's. I mean, <laughs> I've, only, I've only been on the podcast subbing in like a dozen times. Right. But yeah, so I'm in a I'm in a TA 
I'm in TA4, I think it is. So Scott Sidlow in the house. Look at that. How are you, my friend? How's it going, man? I'm doing good, Larry. Why you're uh I heard you're sober, so just want to make no, sure you're not confused. No, no. It's not like a big deal like that. <laughs> no, it's not, like, not gonna be getting a one-year chip next January. Collecting chips or not. I mean, I'm okay, collecting okay. chips, man. I'm collecting chips. Do you like that uh that poll I just put I put out earlier? Is it a chip or a ship? That's right. Yeah. It, yeah. it's did you get uh, that I mean, off of the holiday show where we butchered that seg- segment? <laughs> Scott, I mean, have, you, I, have you had the misery of listening to that show? Oh yes. You listened to that? Yeah, I did, I did because I wanted to know what happened after I left the show. Part of it was Me like too. just on background because like I was working, right? So you know, like that's just kind of how I listen to most pods. But it's just like a party um, going on behind you. I just remember a lot of like chaos and laughing. <laughs> that's exactly what it was. It was a lot of chaos. That's exactly right. That was one that you had not listened to to edit. No, so I did not. Know, you didn't know anything about that one. I didn't know anything about that one until someone chimed in on the uh, the DDCL group me chat. Mm. That and he said, just listen to the holiday show. Wow. And I was like, oh, man. I don't I remember any. I mean, I'm like, wow, that could have meant a million different things. That could right. have gone a million different ways. Yeah, really. <laughs> so I was like, ah, oh, crap. I got to listen to this, man. <laughs> That's when I decided I needed to listen as well. Like, okay, I need to figure out how bad this went. Yeah, J- shout out to Jake Earl. Right? So. Yeah, and uh, Jake Earl actually just got in uh, Trade Addicts 5 with me. So. Oh, and wait, so Justin, did you finally get in one then? I did. I did. Which one did you join? I'm in four. You're in four. Okay. Yep. So I took over Har's team. Okay. I was we going to ask, I figured that we were going to be taking over some of his teams, right? And so that's what Outhouse kind of inferred, right? And I was like, okay, well, listen, I don't care because I don't really know. Like I've heard you guys talk about him a million times. I don't know who's in what and whatever. So just give me a team. I don't care. Sure. And so he's like, pick a number. So I was like, just give me five, whatever. So he puts me in TA five. This team is atrocious. Is it? Oh, I ended up atrocious. You tell me who who some of the players are yours. I'm gonna tell you who some of the players are on my team. Okay. So, okay, so hold on a second. Uh, for those in not in the know, uh, this is a trade addicts league. There's a, what about seven of them? There's or eight of them. Eight of them, and then it's a twelve team PPR heavy tight end premium, uh, one point seven five. This is one of the first uh, leagues that kind of uh, where the one seven five might might I wouldn't say originate, but one of the earlier put it on the map. Right, seven five tight end premium. I'm in no. Uh, I tried to get in a bunch, but I missed the email this this go around. So mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, it's they're they're uh they're quite in demand, I suppose. I can tell you off the top of my head here before I have it pulled up. I have Nick Chubb, so I was Good. like, okay, okay, that's fine. I like Nick Chubb. He's one of my favorite running backs. Um, I don't have any quarterbacks, and keep in mind it's super flex, so that's cool. Who's your best quarterback? Uh, I'm Matthew Stafford. Okay. My eyes, you weren't looking at me, but my eyes, like, I really like was scared for you. <laughs> Bortles, Breeze, Mullins, and Stafford. Yikes. Nick Chubb, Chris Thompson, Josh Adams, Philip Dorsett, Julian Edelman, Alan Hearns, Marquise Lee. Oh, oh. I have Will Greer on my taxi wow. squad. Great. Oh. 
like this is like a 2017. All the picks from the entire league. Okay, so I was like, well, maybe he's at least loaded at receiver. So he's got Juju, Allen Robinson, Michael Gallup, Brandon Cooks, DJ Shark. So like nobody like like a, a- Rob is, is a one. Wide receiver two. Like a bunch of twos and three. You know, like all right, that's fine. I can okay. work with that. I have a question. How many starters? Okay, yep. so ten starters. That's that's pretty. Uh, on I mean, the plus yeah. side, on the plus side, there there is an option to get into the dispersal. Well, that's that's what I was gonna say. I I, I joined. Clearly. Clearly, I joined blindly. I didn't even care. Just get me in there. I didn't really know what a dispersal was before I got in my first one, which was last year. Dispersal is when you have a number of teams or more than one team, at least, that after the season will throw their their all their players basically in, back into a draft. So all all the assets go into the pool. So all the players and all the picks. What picks did he have to to go with all that? Okay, so he had basically his second, third, fourth, and fifth. And then he didn't have his own first, but he had another first. But I believe that guy won the league. So Right. Got to be an early second because when you're rocking Philip Dorsett, you got to No, no, no. The the crazy thing is, so it doesn't go by points. You know, the a lot of... Uh, leagues use points for or uh, potential points i'm sorry to um determine the draft order if that were the case i'd have a higher pick but unfortunately i have the sixth pick yeah what is the i can't remember i i thought for some reason that this pick was gonna be like the 105 in mine and i got the one two is this where the dynasty diagnostically got that from i'm guessing so although the the ddcl also uses like a combination of all play or something like that so it's well it's just straight potential points this year and i think it goes to some all play stuff oh okay okay it, the, like literally the draft trains i was really confused all i know the is i have picked it i thought uh, I, stole, I thought i stole a pick and instead i ended up with a terrible one because larry y'all's division in the ddcl sucks yeah. Let me tell you, I, I did it. I looked at the potential points. Okay. Hold on, because I was messaging Outhouse to try and figure out how this pick was so late. You guys had the three lowest potential points out of 48. You had the three lowest, four of the worst six, five of the worst eight. Okay. That sounds terrible. So, five of the worst eight teams as far as whole rosters are in your division. Oh, so, yeah. is the, so is the 15th, 16th, 17th, 19th, and 22nd. You guys have ten of the worst twenty-two te- or ten of the ten of the worst twenty-two teams out of a forty-eight team league. I think I had like uh, ten wins though. I, I had a pretty good. Well, season. yeah, you guys only play each other. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so here I am thinking I got a scrub team. I end up with a thirty-eighth pick because all you this guy went six and wait, seven. what? Yeah. I, I have the forty-first pick. No, How no, do you have the thirty-eighth? I traded. I traded for this pick, thinking oh, that okay. Okay. you didn't have your pick. You don't and have then your he pick. lost in the first round, and I hadn't checked the rules, and I was like, oh, he lost in the first round of the playoffs, and I advanced. My pick's going to be lower because we traded first. No, my pick was the 25th. I traded it away. I ended up with the 38th pick because this uh, guy's potential points were like were the second in his div- – no, they were the most potential points in his division. Like what? The guy went six and seven, scored a, a mediocre amount of points. Yeah. I scored more points than him. But yeah. I have more potential points than he did. That division was so bad that the six oh and seven team got the worst pick, the lowest yeah. pick outside the champion and the runner up. My, uh, my my good friend Ike Mac Norman, who's in that league in the DDCL, he uh, he's like a traditional fantasy football guy, one of my oldest friends, and he's um, 
he, he cannot wrap his head around how the standings don't correspond with the draft pick. Oh yeah. yes. He's like it's he's just like, he's like how do I he just keep the way he's yeah. I'm just like dude I don't know man just go just go with the flow. I just like, wait for I'm out. like they know okay. what they're doing. Yeah. All right Scott, are you ready for this DD? Are you ready for this yeah. uh, trade axe team? Oh yeah, yeah. let's hear it, man. Okay. So I also took over a hard team. All right, quarterbacks. I have uh Deshaun Watson, Josh Rosen, Case Keenum, Brian Hoyer, Jake Fromm. I will so take I, Watson over right, all my I look at this and I panic a little bit. I'm like, oh shit! One QB and a superflex. Still Watson. It's okay because I scrolled down to the IR, found Dak Prescott. So now I have Deshaun and Dak Prescott. (laughs) I think he switched us. All I, all I, hey, apparently you got to call it. Apparently you got to call it. You chose true, true, true. I didn't get to call it. I just got I got put in. All right. So at (laughs) running back, I've got uh, Josh Jacobs. Benny Snell, Carlos Hyde, Josh Adams, whatever. I got Josh Jacobs, and I was like, damn, only one running back. I'd be selling him. Nope. I scrolled. Oh, I'm going to be trying. I scroll down, and I find Saquon Barkley on the IR. Of course. Well, that's who I was expecting. This is a horror team. I figured (laughs) I'd have Barkley at least. I'm like, oh, okay. So I have Saquon and Josh Jacobs, which I will be trying to sell Josh Jacobs. And I have Deshaun Watson and Dak Prescott. Okay, I can work with this. So then I scroll down to the wide receivers, and I got A.J. Brown, Stephon Diggs, Chris Godwin, Brandon Cooks, and then a bunch of others, James Washington, Preston P. Will. Oh, I can work with that. Yeah, right, right. I got four solid receivers there. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, feeling pretty good. I got another a bunch of other, you know, Quintez Cephas and Alan Lazard. I'm a big Alan Lazard guy, so I like that. Yeah, a couple of young guys, you know, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. You know, it's 175, so I get down to tight ends and it's a little thin. I got Irv Smith Jr., Kyle Rudolph, Ryan Griffin, and Jeff Swain. So that kind All of right, I like Irv. I like Irv. I like Irv. He's fine. Right. Uh, if, right. I, I wish he would get a chance. Mm-hmm. But so you're, then, you're right. Looking, the premium, though. Right. The premium is a big deal. Mm-hmm. But I've got those two quarterbacks and I look at the. Uh, picks and I'm like I don't know. I guess I got 105, whatever. No, I don't. This pick is the 102. Okay. Oh, man, the 102, okay. the 202, the 302. I got Outhouse's third. <laughs> so I got all my picks. So you're so he so you're not getting into the dispersal is what you're saying. I'm not. There's no way. Uh, the team, because I've seen some of the teams that are probably getting into the dispersal. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh my. Oh my. Yeah. So yeah, I'll just play with this team and do a bunch of moves. Like I think Diggs is on my sell list. Josh Jacobs is on my sell list. You know, yeah. I might even sell Saquon for you know the right price. But. I probably would too. Maybe have to be an in-season one, but I'd, yeah. I'd definitely be considering that. Yeah. Why are you interested in selling Josh Jacobs? I'm not a Josh Jacobs guy. Oh, me neither. Can I, I get? Can, can I get Miles Sanders or DeAndre Swift in that range? Even if I have to throw in Plus. a second. Something like oh, that. You can get plus Jacobs and a second for Swift. If I had to, no, I, I would get Swift in a second. No. Yeah, I would. I would think I should be able to move Jacobs for Swift plus a third or something. I don't like think that. the Swift owner is going. I mean, maybe not. I mean, Jacobs just got a DUI, so yeah. No, well, that's, that's a good point. Yeah, that's true. I don't really consider. I mean, in three weeks, nobody's even going to be thinking yeah, about true. It. True. Right. true. It's it's so here. You can't do anything right now. But I mean, nobody was worried about Melvin Gordon's DUI, so yeah. at least not, not this season they weren't. Yeah, I like dispersals a lot. That's that's the only thing I'm 
not going to uh, like I'm clearly not going to join the dispersal with this team. No one wants to trade right now. There's just a lot of wild ones sitting out there. Like no, no response. Like you get a lot of folks that have checked out, I guess this yeah. next week or so, but it's very frustrating because I'm still raring to go, man. I'm just like, you know, bam, 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 bam. I just took over an orphan today and I got two offers right out of the gate that were just lame, you know, feeling out the new guy type of thing. And right, then, exactly. I have like eight offers just sitting out there. No one's uh, biting. I have nothing to report, basically. But yeah, I find that this time of year, though, some guys take a couple weeks to just kind of regroup and, right. and take a break. But you know, the biggest value it can be had now. You know, like this right. is this next month or so before guys know free agency, draft, all that type of stuff. This is the time where you can really get some uh, nice deals on players and kind of cool. take gamble more so. February is like the month. I do a lot of business in February. I like to capitalize on news, and right now there's no news, so that's yeah. frustrating because it's kind of that dead spot. Boy, when like signings happen and cuts happen, that's really – especially when you can kind of forecast, okay, well, this team probably is going to make a move in the draft or in free agency to bring in a running back or whatever. Maybe you have the, the running back that looks like it might be the – like he might be the starter based on current situation. Right. You know, and you could sell him before it gets ugly. So yeah, it's, been, it's been pretty dry. I mean, I have a lot of lot of offers sitting out there just just kind of in wasteland. So, so what I'm, is your goal with this new orphan? Are you going to blow it up completely and go draft picks? And- uh, well, that's the thing. It's, I mean, it's a 12-team league. It's a 12-starter and uh, 1.75 tight end. And I'm trying to – I'd love to just kind of blow it up. The quarterbacks are, are terrible. Derek Carr and Tom Brady. Yikes is right. Yeah. But, you know, and then he's got Dalvin Cook. And Dalvin Cook, I don't know, he's not a – as attractive as he was, you think he'd be like, I don't know, maybe in a, maybe next month he'll be more attractive, but I haven't gotten no uh, trying to flip cook, but um, you know, we'll see how it goes. Did you see? I, so I put out a little uh, top 10 in each position for me. Yes. Did you see that? I did. I retweeted it. Yeah. Did you notice who wasn't on that top 10? Ah, Dalvin Cook. Zeke. No, Dalvin, both of those. <laughs> Zeke, Zeke is definitely out for me. Even if he has a good season next year, his 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 value won't rebound. So, dude, I heard some guy trying to say that if Miami, if they don't re-sign Dak and they want a quarterback, they'll flip Zeke to Miami and swap those picks or something. I was like, Miami's not taking that. Con- Why would they do that? I don't. Right. I don't know. No. But uh, and then I've seen you know Aaron Jones to Miami, and I've seen all. It's just like, oh man, guys, I don't, I don't know, like. You know, I could see something like Aaron Jones if they're offering him eight, nine million a year, something like that. Yeah. I don't have it in front of me, but there's a handful of free agent running backs that are solid. I've said Jones, a free agent also. And yes. Yes. a lot of guys ended up resigning that you kind of forgot yep. about, like Mixon. Mixon you know, got hurt right after. Um, yep. Cook did and Henry did. Camara. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yes. Yeah, you're right. Yep. And Jones did not, but the because of that market being so soft, the um, franchise tag for running back next year is only like nine million. In, in the overall grand scheme of things, if a team really wants to keep a guy, uh, yeah. that's the way. To, that's the way to go. The Packers can find nine million, you know, to to do that. So I, I have a feeling they will, um, just because it, it's it's relatively cheap to keep him for guys. That. That, guys that are going to be available, Philip Lindsay. Wayne Gallman, yuck. Marlon Mack, double yuck, Kenyon Drake. Mm. It's kind of thin after that, but I think any of those guys would be 
suitable for the for the Dolphins though. But that's well, yeah, that's exactly the thing. You could plug any one of them in. If I could get all of those on the cheap, I would buy any of them. Aaron Jones isn't going to be cheap, but Lindsey, Gallman, Drake, uh, Mike Davis is a is a Mike free Davis agent. I mean, there's some there's some options there where you can buy them on the cheap, and if they end up with a job, you got yourself a commodity. So let's say you have like <clears throat> three or four third round picks in a league. Are you more likely to throw a couple at those that list of names that you just mentioned, or wouldn't you rather take a shot on some rookies? Like I'd rather take three shots in the third round on some rookies and hope that I hit one of those. Do you, you know? See, I have a different, I have a different philosophy with this, and it's it's more of a long term thing for me. I'd rather buy all those guys, and if I can get one or two of them to be in a situation where I can sell them for a second the next year, I've made a huge profit. You know, if you're if you start it, it doesn't work for this year. You know, you're not getting, but if you flip that for a second, so now you're looking at 2022 20, second. You keep doing the same thing every year, you end up with an extra second or two every year. So I did it with uh, in HQ one. I did it with Ronald Jones and Raheem Mostert off of off of Larry. I got them both last off season, nice. and I ended up trading Ronald Jones for the one hundred and seven. What ended up being the one hundred and seven, wow. and uh, I traded Mostert for a big profit as well. So okay, yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I'm fine with buying cheap running backs. I actually spent more than maybe I should have on Ronald Jones until I sold him and was like, oh. That worked out just fine. Out. So, because I think I spent what the one fourteen or something like that, Larry, something like that from last year, and ended up with the one hundred seven this year. Yeah, yep, yep. So I'll take that. You know. So the Run DFF tank is now the Run DFF rebuild. Hey, are there any moves that you're? Uh... We have a new member of the HQ staff over there, uh, the uh, league staff, as we. I don't know, but uh. Shane Swagger, old Swags, he's he's with us now, and he's decided he's going to blow his team up, and he's been trying to get Cole Komet off of me, and I think he was trying to get, he's trying to ask me uh, Cole Komet and one ten for Evan Ingram was the peak of his ask. I was not down with that. I'm not giving up the one ten for Evan Ingram. I'm not doing any of that. That was after a bunch of counters. We went back and forth for a while. The talks kind of died, and we were like, okay, because I told him I could, I just couldn't even consider giving a first for Evan Ingram, much less adding on to that. A couple days later, he sends me a cold offer, and it's uh, Evan Ingram for my Cole Komet and the 208, which, granted, it's a 16-team league, so it's really the 24th pick. So Cole Komet and the 24th pick for Evan Ingram? I, I like it. it. So, I mean, I, I like Cole Komet. I think he's going to be fine. But this is a starter every week for me in Evan Ingram. So, I mean, Evan Ingram is not, you know, he's not Mark Andrews or he's not even Hawkinson or Fant. But I, I still think that he's a viable tight end. Sleep. He might not even be on the Giants next year. He might he be a free agent. Pretty sure. Yeah. He's hey, gonna be playing. He, might, he might be playing somewhere else next year. I'll take it. And wherever he's starting, he's going to have lots of opportunities. So, Scott, how'd you end up doing in the FBX? Last time we talked, you were like uh, right up there. Oh, man. I, I went from eighth to 33rd and then um, pretty much tanked it in the playoffs. I mean, you have to realize I had obviously a very dominant first half of the season. And then, well, why was that? Well, Russell Wilson, DK stack. Mm-hmm. Well, what happened to them the second half of the season? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I had I had a couple other players. James Robinson, he died in the playoffs. Um, 
you know, a few, a few other guys that I just had nothing left. Swift got hurt there for a couple games. He had that concussion. And so yes. I mean, didn't put together right after a good one too. enough. And, uh, I, I missed on the next, the week 15 cuts by like 11 points. So brutal, brutal ending there, but, uh, definitely a fun season and fun to be up there at the top and get a lot of shout outs and stuff like that. That was pretty, pretty cool. And, um, yeah, well, I got the uh, so I have Stoppies pick in the DDCL, and uh, oh, okay, it turned out to be the one one oh four. Wow, one oh four, baby. When you count it all, it's it, it'll go. It's basically one 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 two 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 three Hold three. On, three. You, you got, got you got the one oh four in his division this year. It's one oh one one oh one one oh one one oh one one oh two one oh two one oh two one oh two one oh three one oh three one oh three. So right. you get, if he had the 104, the worst you could have is the 16th pick. And Stompy's got the 116. Not okay. Yep. Nice. So 104. I held on to that pick because I knew it was going to be a decent. What did one. you give up for that? Ha! <laughs> That's a great question. Kyle Allen when he played for the Carolina Panthers. No. Oh wow. That's what that pick. <laughs> Look, if you know anything about Stompy, you know that if he if he thinks he's going for it, he will buy on the on the high. I love that you asked that question because I've told this story. At the end of the season, Kyle Allen, Stompy had no quarterbacks. He had like Matt Stafford. This was this is the first year of the okay. league. He had Stafford, okay. he drafted Andrew Luck, and that's when Andrew Luck fucking uh. pieced before the season. So he was rocking with Stafford and some other guy that just got – they were just done for the year. So he really had no quarterbacks. And he had a uh, – he was like the first seed basically. So okay. he had no quarterbacks. So I sent him – a Kyle Allen for his 21 first and he declined it. And then he sends me a message. He's like, he's like, yo man, send that. He goes, I'll do it. So I was like, I was like man, should I add a, should I add something to it? I'm like, I'll oh, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> so I just took it. I just took the deal. And then, and then Kyle Allen like didn't even finish the next game. Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> That's amazing. Yes, Kyle Allen for the 104. Oh. <laughs> That's amazing. And I had traded away my picks, so I just accumulated. Um, um, so this is my only first. So, well, you know, it's not a yeah. bad first to have when you end up. Would you end up second? Yeah, you ended up second in your division. Huh? You I lost. Don't even know what the hell? I don't know how it. Well, that that league just too. puzzles me. Yeah. Man. I just, oh look, let me know. Outhouse had to try and explain it to me. And I was like, how the fuck did I end up with the 139 or whatever, 138? <laughs> this guy's team was terrible. Uh, he lost yeah. in the first round of the playoffs, got in at six and seven. How the hell does he have the 38th pick in the draft? He made it to like the final week or something. Like everybody's name was X'd out, and I was like one of the four names that wasn't. I don't even know what that means, but I ended up not winning, apparently. <laughs> so you want to hear you want to hear what's even worse is there's like the champions part of it, right? Where like the top 12 teams, whatever, go for the points or whatever. Right. Well, I thought that was like the playoffs. So I didn't even set my lineup week 16 and I was in the championship and I lost. So I was like, Son of a... what? How is that even possible? I don't even, I don't even know. Like I was so confused because I was in that, like my team just totally 
just it was like that Josh Allen week where he had like eight points and it was his worst game of the season. And Mahomes happened to do like the same thing. They combined right. for like 20 points. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. And uh, and I didn't make it to the next week. And I was like, oh, well, all right, I guess I'm out. And I normally just like set lineups anyway. But I mean, when you're in like 40 leagues, I mean, I was trying to focus on the ones that I'm winning, you know, right. I, I couldn't believe I just I couldn't yeah. believe that I did that. So, oh, mm. well. Graham Barfield got got one on me, but I'm coming for him next year. Nice, yeah. I should have a yeah. My team's getting. I, I really like the way it's looking. I wish I understood the league better, but all I need is for Juju to end up somewhere where I can get some points out of him. That'd be nice. I'll tell you what, Jonathan Taylor came on strong at the end of the season. So yes. Yeah. So my RB um, dynasty roasts. I sent yeah. him that DJ Moore trade again. Like Did you? Yesterday. And okay. He declined. He declined it. Oh, he did. Yes. Okay. Refresh. With, what's that trade? With a note, I sent him DJ Moore for two firsts. Well, he's got the one hundred and two. It wasn't that one. I okay. He's got a couple that. other ones, right? I wasn't going to bother him with that, but yeah. one may have been like the one hundred and five, perhaps. I don't okay. even know. And the other one was like the one hundred and eleven. Yeah. Well, yeah. if you yeah. if you offered him a DJ Shark for for that, he would have given you three firsts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shark train now. Yeah, you know, he well, he always has been. He loves Shark more than anyone. But he already has him, so yeah, well that, that explains <laughs> right. Yeah, he did he, he did write he did write a note with his uh his, he gave me the explanation as to why he wasn't gonna make the move. Let me see. Okay, okay. Let me see what he said here. I love DJ Moore, but this team needs a lot of help, and those picks are more valuable to me than more right okay. now with, with Teddy B. So that's fair. That's fair enough. Fair. You know, the, I tried moving James Robinson in this league like all season. I mean, I was just throwing him out for like a first, like a random first, because when you only need to start one running back, like I'm just going to basically pass on running back, like whatever. I'll find somebody to plug in and I'll just be loaded everywhere else. Well, then Julio got hurt. Then Will Fuller got suspended. Then DK Metcalf tanked in the second half. Then McLaurin got hurt. And I'm like, oh, my God, I have no receivers left. So yep. then, like, right before the playoffs started, I ended up trading. I took a shot thinking that uh, maybe Minshew is kind of done. Like, he had his run, and, and he's out. So I traded Minshew in my second for a guy that I don't even like, Robbie Anderson. Uh. And Robbie Anderson ends up having a good week. He got, like, 16, 17 points, and everybody else sucked. <laughs> I was like, son of a... Commission any league, Scott? unfortunately yeah you ever had to kick anybody out oh god yes yes too many times um oh yeah what's the uh is there a common reason or is well i'll tell you i'll tell you what um there is and and what it what it is it's it's mainly it's the it's how you approach it. So if you're not active, if you're not communicating with the league, if you're not in, you know, if the league uses group me or something and you're not in there, um, I listen, I don't like group me either. I have a thousand messages a day. You know how many groups I'm in on there because of all the leagues. So I get it. Trust me. I get it. I don't want to be on there either, but you have to pay attention to your league and you have to be involved. Um, there was a 36 team league that I joined with a couple of guys and it turned out that, uh, Dynasty Roast, uh, Ross and and uh, Mick, the three of us end up becoming pretty good friends and started Dynasty Roast out of this. So 
we ended up taking over as commissioners of this league because the commissioners couldn't keep up with all the inactivity. There were guys not setting lineups. There were, you know, just bad trades going on, things like that. And so um, a few weeks ago, a guy said he was leaving a league. He was offered a trade. He responded with, I'm leaving a league. So, you know, whatever. And so the guy offers him basically the worst pile of crap you can possibly imagine for Michael Thomas and like somebody <laughs> else. And the guy just accepted. Oh. It was like, well, I'm leaving. So I don't care. Uh. And so basically we kicked out both of those guys. Cause I was like, listen, dude, like, I, yes, you're supposed to make your roster better, but like you obviously took advantage of the situation knowing that this guy was leaving. So we're reversing the trade and you're both out. <laughs> and it's been a combination of those things. Plus inactivity we're always going to give someone a chance, you know, reach out. Hey, what's going on? Are you still interested in the league? You know, do you want to stick around? Things like that. And we just straight up ask them, you know, if they're not responsive or if they're not setting their lineups again, they, they got to go because when you have one owner like that, that's it. That's it. You're, you're sacrificing the integrity of the league. And so, um, you know, especially when you're talking to just a normal, like 12, 14 team league, right? So you, you have one owner that's, that's out, that's 10% of your league, you know? So it's, you you can't, uh, you just can't have those guys. This is dynasty. If you're going to make a commitment, make the commitment. And if you just can't do it, then that's okay. Just let's move on and let's get somebody in there who wants to, because there are plenty of people that want that spot. And, and if it's a good league, then it's, you're going to get good activity and you're going to get good owners and, and it'll, it'll all work out. Yeah, man. I'm dealing with that now. My home dynasty league that I was the startup we did in May. For the most part, it's all new guys. And this one one guy is just like the league's been going on for three years, but we we decided to blow it up, add two more people. I tweaked the settings, blah, blah, blah. So uh, and we ended up bringing on like three or four new guys uh, and, and, we, and we redid the startup. Because all these guys were brand new. They didn't know what the fuck was going on. And I ended oh, up wow. with this super team. I, I like outscored the last place guy by like a thousand points. And I was like, listen, <laughs> guys, let's just, you know, I'd love, you know, you guys understand Dynasty now. They were just regular redraft guys. And I was like, let's, the league went, went two years. And I was like, uh, two guys were leaving. And I was like, why don't we, you know, we do this dispersal thing or, you know, I'm okay with throwing my starting over. Would you guys be interested? And they were like, most, uh, Everybody except for one guy was like all about it. And one guy was like, "Oh man, I kind of like my team." I'm like, "Yeah, come on, just you know, let's fucking go with the flow here." So we redid the startup, added two more guys. My brother-in-law ended up having to kick out like six weeks ago because he just I paid attention to all my other leagues and I didn't, I did not pay attention to the one I was commissioning. To I wasn't tracking everybody, and this dude wasn't setting his lineup. And yeah. you know, and I had this issue with him once before, and I was like, "Listen, man, no hard feelings, but." You got to go so, <laughs> dealing with. Is this your wife's brother? Yes. Yeah. And he's like a young guy. He's a doctor too. So or he's, he's like a medical school. So he's. um. Our family gatherings awkward now. No, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. I, I, I knew he didn't give a shit. So I was just like, yo, bro, you know, fill your spot. No worries. I know you're busy. But this but this is like uh, this guy is I'm dealing with it right now. He's just not. One guy texted me and he was just like, hey, you know, so and so is not not responding to me so i was like yo dude you know check your trades 
And he's like, oh, that one was so bad. I didn't deserve a response. And I was like, oh, come on, man. You can't be that guy. Not in a brand new league. You can't be that all high and mighty. Just fucking respond to a trade. Don't be a dick. I'm so tired of people like trade shaming. You know, everybody sends trash trades. We all get them. I'm never excited about a trade when it comes into me. My first my first instinct is how shitty is this trade going to be? And then if it's something I can work with, I'm like, okay, good. It's something I could build on and work with and try, you know, eventually make something happen. And then there's people that, that need to have the fucking, uh, I have to counter. There's the have to counter guys. You know, right. if, I, if I see it, if I see a trade, I'm just like, you know what, man, I don't even want to, I don't want to fuck with this. I don't want to like, bam, I'll just accept that. You know, just respond to trades, man. I'm like, you know, a lot of times trades start out with as trash and that's, and that's how they turn into something. Um, but again, he, and then I found that come to realize end of the season, he's in a third place game. He didn't fucking start, uh, start like three guys uh, and, uh, and he didn't start a lineup to get into the playoffs. He backed into the playoffs. Lamar <laughs> bailed him out week. Remember Lamar Jackson at a week 13, like from fucking monster monster week 13. And I had thought I already sent him a text. I was like, yo dude, cause I figured he was out. I'm like, dude, you, you, if you had set your lineup, you would be in the playoffs. <laughs> just before Lamar played and got him into the playoffs with that performance. And then uh and then he ended up, you know, he lost like you know, he lost a hundred bucks. So out out on he lost out on a hundred bucks. Right. So I'm just like, I don't want to deal with this. I want I want active owner, you know, and that's important to have an active owner. I was in a, the dynasty league that I just left, my first ever dynasty league, uh, just because the the um the commissioner was just I couldn't deal with it. He was just a, a super douche. And uh, there's there's a guy in that league. It's a ten team league, and this guy doesn't have anything to anybody. He doesn't respond to anything. He's just like a ghost owner. What's the point? And he treats it like a redraft league. And uh, and he and he like if you send him a trade, he gets pissed at you. Like he's like, oh, I don't know. why does everyone think they have to trade? Why can't you just have your own team? That's his yeah. attitude. <laughs> this is a fucking nine team league. Another reason why I left. I was like. This is like this fucking guy. It's like a nine-team league now because one guy, it, right? You don't get any of his players are just sitting there. You're like, dang it, I'd love to. And I've sent him some outlandish trades that would that would just stack his team just to get one of his guys and nothing doesn't budge. So I left that league. But yeah, I don't know what to do with this guy. It's his, he's a new. I don't know how much more time I should give him before I'm just like, all right, this isn't for you, man. You know. So yeah. you talk to him in week thirteen. When he didn't set his lineup, he ended up getting in, and then he didn't set his lineup again. Right, he didn't set his lineup. Uh, week right, I, I, whatever, find a new owner. He he's didn't set his lineup week thirteen and set his lineup week sixteen. Right, he's not interested. Find a new owner. Yeah, if you can't set it right. in the playoffs, I mean, what else are you gonna do? I mean, right. you know, I can I can relate because I'm. I'm one of those guys that I, you know, obviously we're all super obsessed with dynasty, right? And and we want our we want our friends to be as obsessed as we are as much as we know it's probably never right. going to happen. Um, but I, you know, I have a pretty close group of friends that we grew up together and we've played in redraft league for, you know, 15 years or so now and um, keeper leagues and whatever. And so I finally got them into dynasty two years ago. Um, absolutely smashed them the first year. And, uh, and then of course, Andrew Luck retires and yes. <laughs> because they're all newbies, we did the draft super late and it was right before Luck retired. So like it was, you know, I ruined my team because I had whatever. Anyway, um, it, it's basically the same situation where I have some guys that they just didn't make it. 
you know, my brother-in-law, for example, um, he, he loves fantasy football. He enjoys it. He has the time for it, but it was just like, he didn't really know what to do with dynasty. He just, he didn't know how to make, you know, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't know what to do basically. And so what I ended up doing is I, um, uh, I bought a subscription to, um, a site for the league. I said, you know, cause I mean, I took all their money year one anyway. So <laughs> I said, here you guys go here. Here's, here's what you do. This'll, this'll show you, you know, trades and, and, and values and give you ideas on this. And there's articles about it. And if you guys really enjoy it and you want to learn, here you go, right. you know, and uh, here's some podcasts and here's some things like that. And, you know, some of the guys really took off with it and enjoy it. And some of the guys didn't. And so, we just we just moved on from those guys you know we should say let's let's find some other friends that that want to give it a shot you know and and this is um we just wrapped up year three and i feel like we did the right thing you know i wish some of those guys were still in it but at the end of the day they just weren't that into it and now we have guys that are so that just makes the league better so i don't know i don't know if i do i want to make this the buddies league where the there were half of them are kind of half engaged that's for redraft you know, that's that's my opinion with it now. We have kind of, like I said, we have the same group in redraft anyway, so it's like, fine. You know, fuck around and redraft. Do whatever you want. But here in Dynasty, we want guys that are active. And if it's just not for, you know, and I just asked them, hey, if it's just not for you, that's totally fine. We just want to get somebody in that's going to be active and make trades and do all yeah, that. I already have the replacement for him. There uh, you go. Because he's got a decent team. Dude, yeah. you could probably replace him and you won't even know. I did that to one guy, right. and <laughs> he, he texts me two months later. I'm not even kidding you. It was two months later. He's like, hey, I can't get into my team. And I was like, dude, <laughs> the fact that you're telling me now I replaced you two months ago. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay. I mean, that's it. You know what I mean? It's right. like, so. Yeah. Clearly wasn't an issue. Like, wasn't a priority for him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because I was just like, man, this guy, I, I, you know, I don't want to get text messages saying that you're not responding to somebody. So, and I've said it. I've made a post on the group me, like you know, I made this like a real dynasty league. Got the group me chat, and you know, set everybody up. And again, like you said, sent them all the podcasts and all the all the resources in order to get themselves up to speed. And and I took a back seat this year, this first year. Um, I wasn't like aggressive. I wasn't trying to. I just kind of just let let the season go on autopilot. You know, I drafted all my rookies and made sure I had a starting lineup going. But I think you'll have success because with mine, we didn't have a single trade year one. Can you imagine a dynasty league without one trade? And 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 that's how it was. But now now that we have replaced those owners, it's absolutely blown up. I mean, last last off season was nuts. We had. I mean, during the draft and round, I mean, everybody was involved. There were tons of trades and it was a lot of fun. Yeah. So I know, I know it can turn around if you get the right people in there. Oh, this was, this is great. This league, there was, it's, there's no trade deadline. They, um, they made seven trades from, from week one to week 13. And then I was like, you know, I was in the chat. I'm like, yo, this is the time you want to trade, beef up your lineup, you know, you know, put the finishing touches on, you know, and for your run, you know, right. Eight trades went down between week fourteen and week fifteen. Awesome! They got they got the bug, man. They awesome. got so yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, you're right. I need to remove. So Larry, what's going to happen with your Jets this off season? They going quarterback or what? I have to tell you the truth, man. I don't think so. I honestly think they're not going to take a quarterback. I think they're going <laughs> to trade out of the. They're going to trade out of the second pick because I think someone wants to come up and get that tackle. I don't know, man. I honestly, there's a lot of stuff that's being talked about up here. 
and it's, it's it's they have to make some decisions and who knows i have no idea what direction joe douglas is going to go to i'm 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 glad that he's the one that's making me making the decisions i don't even know about a head coach but those Atlanta Falcons, man, they have their eyes on. They got, they got Josh. Uh, I keep calling Josh Fields, man. I got to figure it's Justin Fields. You know, hometown boy. They do. They want to bring him home. I I would be excited for it. I do have to say, listen, you can only go up in coaches, right? You can only go up. Yeah. And uh, you do have a good GM. I would take your GM over mine. So, yeah, I can, as far as I'm concerned, the entire Bears organization could just fold at this point. So, um, where are you, you know, at Montgomery? Dude, what I've been that? selling him like crazy. <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm all about, uh, listen, he had the easiest schedule here at the end. And whoever yeah. isn't realizing that, I am selling him. What are you, what are you getting for him? All right. I made two deals in the last few weeks. So one is a bit of a risk. I flipped him for Zeke in a league where... Wow, that's not a risk. I think... So Zeke was the RB2 through the first five weeks of the season. Okay, which is when Dak played. Right. And I believe Jerry's so committed to him. You know, I don't know what's going to happen at this point. I mean, Pollard obviously looked better, and I love Tony Pollard. He's my most owned player um, Tony out Pollard. of anyone. But anyway, Zeke, he's probably going to stick around with that contract. And all he has to do is show up. Honestly, if if Dak comes back and they play, I mean, uh, so I think I'll be able to flip him for far more than I would have gotten for Monty um, next year. When Cohen comes back, he's going to lose those catches. So even if he's running well, the O-line is not good. We don't know what's going to happen with the coaching staff, with the quarterback, whatever. Like, this is the time to sell Monty. I bought a lot of shares of him in the offseason because people were down on him. So, last offseason. So, I'm just going to try to take a profit where I can. I got the old uh, DLF trade finder out. You want to hear a couple? Oh, yeah. David Montgomery for Cam Akers. Straight up. Oh, I'll take Akers. Yeah. Akers. Me Montgomery too. and a 2021 second. For Mixon and Odell Beckham, um, I'll, I'll take I'll take that. I don't like I'll flip Beckham, but I'll take Mixon over. Yeah, yeah. Mixon. So, yeah. I think Mixon is still more valuable than Montgomery. Yeah, Odell's worth more than a second. Yeah, yeah. Would you take so Montgomery for Mixon straight up? I would now that the season's over. Yeah. In fact, I traded Mixon for Montgomery before in, uh, without him in season, just for a week fourteen or fifteen. I traded Mixon to Outhouse for Montgomery, and then I traded Montgomery and Chark for Derrick Henry. Really? Uh, okay. I think both the moves are fine. Like, yeah, long term. Uh, hmm. It's Saquon Barkley for Montgomery, Fuller, and a twenty-one first. I mean, hmm. you don't know where the twenty-one first lands, so that's important. Yeah. It would have to be really early for me to even consider that. I'm not. I mean, I'm not selling Barkley for that, but yeah, right. <laughs> Is it the one hundred two? You know. Like maybe. Yeah, I mean that's huge. But, this and this is the last one that I'll say. This is a kind of a, a big big one. Stafford, Montgomery, Ayuk, and Galladay for Chubb, Godwin, and Preston Williams. Mm. I think I like the I'll probably go Stafford side there. Yeah, yeah I think so. And this is a two QB. Oh yeah. Yeah, right, right. Yep. So Stafford, Ayuk, Montgomery, and who? Galladay. Galladay. Oh yeah, yeah. For 
Chubb and Godwin and Preston Williams. So it's like Chubb and Godwin. Yeah. Those are four solid pieces. Galladay's yep. going to get franchise tag most likely. You think? Uh-uh. I wouldn't bet on that. They got a cap situation that's a problem. And the wide receiver tag is high. Quintez Cephas season. I mean, Marvin Jones is a free agent as well. There's nobody left. Amendola is a free agent. They're all gone. They got nobody left. They're going to pick up a man. They might pick up a couple free agents, right? I'm pulling up. By the way, I want, I want to see what the salary cap situation is. They um, – no, they don't have an issue. They have 20. Yeah, I heard some some – I heard like Juju to the Lions or – They can yeah, afford to, they can afford to uh, keep Godwin, Godwin with, under the – even with the projected lower cap, they can they can uh, afford to keep Godwin. So maybe he stays. Uh, for whatever reason, I thought okay. in my head that they didn't have the space. The underwear Olympics and the draft have such an effect on how we value players. And obviously, landing spots important. I get it. But a lot of these guys, they just you know they'll just drop down the board because just because of landing spot or just because of the combine or you know whatever it is. And then here you have. You guys like A.J. Brown that should have been the 101 before the season, and then we had the combine, we had the draft, we had everything else going on, and then uh, here you can get them at like 111. So, yeah. you know, oh, like that's I that's why I love to see where the guys are now, and I make spreadsheets and I keep track of all this stuff to see like who was looking at the talent, who are the film guys, who are the data guys, and putting all that stuff together. And I'm, I try not to let landing spot affect it um, as much, it's worked out really well over the last couple of years. And then you got the Justin Jeffersons that go at the one eleven, where you right, <laughs> who no one is giving up him. You can't, you can't get. No, I have him in two places. No, uh, you ain't uh, I have five shares of JJ. Yep, I have zero shares of him. Oh, sorry. That will change. That will change this. Uh... Bet the farm on that. Well, I'll be uh, a, a startup. I'll, I'll snatch him up in a startup. Okay, okay. That's, that's yeah. how you I, <laughs> I was going to say, you're going to give him the first round? Yeah. You think he's a first rounder? Mm. He might be fringe. He's early second. I, I would say, yeah, second. maybe late first, early so second. He's, he's leapfrogs, the Godwins, and the DJ Moores. And yes. Because those were the flavors oh, yeah. of the month last year. Yeah, but oh, his yeah. season this year was better than any season they've had. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I mean, he's, he's, had, he's had a better season than DJ Moore ever had. He's had a better season than Goblin had last year. I mean, what he did this year was pretty incredible. What a nice, relaxing show. Is oh, anybody- dude, no. No way, man. No way. It's not the booze. It's not the booze. Larry, how many weeks of this? When is St. Patty's Day this year? This is actually a 15-week season, believe it or not. Uh, 15 weeks, yeah. So I, I 15 weeks. Uh, oh, by the way, I don't think we officially said it's hashtag sober Larry season. Sober Larry season. Yes, that's right. I do not drink from New Year's until St. Patty's Day. Last year, it's an annual kind of a thing. Last year, St. Patty's Day wasn't nothing, so we just I just kept it going until the NFL draft, and that's when I that's when I turned on the. Uh, how, did, how did this come about? I don't know. Just a few years ago, I just started. Just felt like shit. At, I just felt like crap at the end of the year. Yeah, and I was like, oh man, just from the summer goes right into the fall. That goes right into the holidays and the holidays. And you know, I'm just like, just limping across the finish line to the new year. And I was like, you know what, man? I mean, I needed to to drop some lbs too. So I uh, well, that'll help. That'll yeah. help. 
Oh yeah. So I was like, you know what? No, so it's not only just not drinking. It's like no pizza, no, you know, oh, no fried fried Ooh. foods or anything like that. So I'm just like cutting it, like cutting it down, cutting it off. It's not a bad idea, but it's not gonna happen for me. I'm just gonna <laughs> run more. It's fine. Yeah. Gonna run oh, yeah, man. You're going to see a transformation. I'll, I, I normally drop about 30 pounds, so I'll be like 30 pounds lighter come uh, April. Yeah. I took my first day off from running in minimum 30. Really? You, did you did not run? You took a day off from running? I did. Saturday, I took the day off. I didn't run. Your fucking hips thanked you. The, the next <laughs> day, I ran 10, and like, oh, I'm feeling pretty good. Uh-huh. 10 at 730 pace, and I was like, oh, I haven't run I 10. Gotta, you got to recover, man. You got to yeah, let your body man. recover. You can recover while running. Just run easy. So. Run easy, he says. There are different. Mm. There are different exertion levels. <laughs> I, I figure I'll probably take off every other week or so. I'll take a day off, something like that. But I, I, I signed up for a marathon on the twenty seventh of February, so I decided I'd give myself a day every once in a while, but I'm gonna up my mileage. Is that in Is that public? public? That's like, like it's like not a virtual one. That's like with people. Yeah, real life marathon. Yep, <laughs> with other people. So I don't know if you guys have seen any like start lines, but they've started like spray painting X's on the ground where you stand. So, oh, okay. so you can social distance at the start line. Right, right. Because you're not going to run past anyone, right? Is there a dozen people in the race? <laughs> well, I can tell you right now, I'll be right there at the front, and nobody's going to be around me. So. Of course, Run DFF is in the front row for a marathon. There's two three guys that will beat me. He's next yeah, to the so. fucking Kenyan guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, have, I have lined up next to those guys. And I saw the bottoms of their feet as they ran away from me very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> those guys' feet, they, they practically hit themselves in the shoulders. <laughs> They're like an all-out sprint before I even get up to half speed. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when they take off and they're running 430, for you know miles and miles, I'm like, wait, where the fuck did those guys go? <laughs> but yeah, no, there's a pretty there's a pretty fast local guy here, uh, and then uh, there's a couple other guys that might be in that range. But uh, I won't have to worry about people around me, so I'm good. I'll be running solo for most of the marathon. All right, all right, all right. Well, hey, well, let's talk about Scott Zidlow, man. The Dynasty Rose is that, that happening? What's going on, man? Well, tell us what tell us tell us what's going on. Yes, sir. We're uh, working on the website right now, so we're gonna have that up. And this is really our time to shine here as we get into draft season and start breaking down people's teams and doing all that fun stuff. So, uh, Dynasty Roast Show at gmail.com. Get some more info on that right now. And, uh, yeah, we actually have, uh, something pretty exciting coming up that uh, I'm not ready, not quite ready to break yet. We got a few, uh, parameters and some things we need to fix, but it's going to be, it's going to be big for the dynasty industry. So we are working on some things and hopefully, uh, this will be the year. Oh, baby. That is exciting. Don't forget to follow Scott at Scott underscore Sidlow on the Twitter machine. Absolutely. I'll just retweet. Justin and Larry. So, there you go, baby. Yeah, man. So, uh, let's rock and roll. All right, baby. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Hot Sauce Podcast.